This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Solihull Moors 1, Wrexham 2. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC and I've got to say, we may have put five goals past them on Boxing Day, but this was a real five-star performance. Our first win at Solihull in six years, that was the first time we played there at all. And, you know, it's a tough place to go. Solihull are a good team. But goodness me, over these two matches, we've really laid down a market about why we're the title favourites. And this was excellent. Solihull had a good spell of about 10 minutes halfway through the first half after Exxon had taken the lead. And they mustered a good finish of the game over the last three or four minutes. Beyond that, it was all Wrexham in a performance of sheer authority and control. It was brilliant to watch. Team news was quite simple, really, from Wrexham's point of view. Same again. Why would you change a side that played so well against the same opposition uh, just a few days ago? As for Solly Hull, well, they only made two changes, but they did still reshuffle their side quite a bit. Out went two ex-Rexham players, Kyle Storer, who, of course, was sent off at the race course, and Fika Kelleher, who didn't have the best of times when Solly Hull reverted to a, a back three. They were back to their usual back four today. They made some positional alterations as well, and they looked a lot better, to be frank. Having said that, Wrexham took control early on, and began, well, the pattern that we see throughout the match. Not the same intense pressing in Solihull's half, but certainly a real sharpness in the middle of the pitch. The Wrexham midfield trio were in control of the game. The number of interceptions they made on sloppy passes, they were sharp, they were in ahead of time, and, and Wrexham like I said, monopolised possession and pressure for much of the game. First opportunity came when Elliot Lee worked the ball out of the right-hand side. Mullen did really well one-on-one -on -one against the full-back out of the right flank to sidestep him and whip a nasty ball into the goal mouth. Palmer, I think, could reach it and just missed it at the near post. A great opportunity, took a touch off a defender, went for a corner. And from that corner again, Wrexham really should have scored. Young sweeping the corner into the near post. Tunnicliffe managed to lose his man, but from close range, put his header over the bar. He wouldn't have to wait too long for his first Wrexham goal. Although Wrexham would have a little bit of a fright. And it should be pointed out that although Wrexham really showed a quality, that in goal, Mark Howard had an excellent game and made a couple of crucial saves. This was the first one, just two minutes before Wrexham's opening goal. Nice work by Maycock in midfield. He fed Donover, and from about 25 yards, he tried a nasty, dipping, powerful shot, which went over Howard and was dropping under the bar. Howard really did well to get back and palm the ball over the bar. A great stop, and he got his reward, like I said, two minutes later, when Wrexham took the lead. It was a corner, which broke down initially, but Wrexham again were really winning the second balls and penning Solly Hull in for long periods, and they did exactly that. They recirculated the ball well, and then the, the key pass in many ways was O'Connor in midfield, just spotting the opportunity to play a first-time pass that would split the Solihull lines and find Lee in space on the right channel of the box. Lee, from there on, well, it was just Elliot Lee at his beautiful best. He had two men on him, and he gave them the slip. The man who was closest to him turned inside out by Lee's wonderful 
twisting and turning. He just couldn't work out where he was going to go. And Lee, having made himself a bit of space on the goal line on the right-hand side, didn't took the most inviting cross, perfect at the far post, onto Tunnicliffe's head. And from close range, he made sure. Good, powerful downward header. It was a great chance anyway. But Goodyear did get across to try and block his view of goal. And Tunnicliffe did well to head it downwards with power. Boots got a hand to it, but couldn't keep her out. And Tunnicliffe had his first goal for the club. And he's he threatened to do that for a while. It was great to see him actually achieve it. Wrexham kept pushing on and had a, a strong shout for a penalty soon afterwards. Again, Elliot Lee, who I've got to say for the was excellent throughout, but for this period of the first half, was just on a different planet. Picked the ball up on the left-hand side, absolutely turned the right-back Clark inside out. It was utterly magnificent to watch. <laughs> the, 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 the quick slalom that, that defeated him was, was a joy. When he got into the area, Clark, coming from behind, lunged in with, well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it brilliant or reckless he dived in quite hard from behind and managed to get a good foot on the ball and knock it away Wrexham were furious they thought they got a penalty the ref said not I mean it, looking back at the replay again and again and again he does get a strong foot on the ball it is difficult to see from the way he comes in from right behind Lee how he couldn't have gone through Lee to get to the ball so for me I think it's a pretty clear penalty well, I can't, I can't say that. Though. I've watched it again and again, and I think that's what happened. I suppose I shouldn't say that. But I think Wrexham were unlucky. A couple of minutes later as well, uh, well, we nearly got even more unlucky. Because Jacob Mendy, while that attack was going on, appeared to pull a muscle. He limped around and had to hit the deck when the ball went out of play. He had long treatment and in the end was taken off it's a real worry poor bloke i mean i hope it's not a recurrence of that hamstring again he was distraught as he went off the pitch the thing is the ref didn't let wrexham get the sub on because callum mcfadgen was ready and solihull attacked us and wrexham's 10 men conceded well maybe the only real chance in the box apart from the extra time i'm sorry beg your pardon injury time goal it was a good breakdown on the right-hand side. The ball swept in. Elliot Lee was on the fill-in at left-back. Dallas got up. Good chance. Ten yards out. Powerful header. Super save by Howard, who jumped across to his right and was able to push it clear. Great reflexes by the keeper. Then McFadgen was allowed on to replace Mendy. And this was the spark for that ten-minute period I mentioned where Solihull got on top. They started to ask questions. Barnett, in particular, was really good driving forwards and trying to put pressure on. And they they looked frisky, and they looked like they might get a breakthrough. Wrexham, to be fair, though, defended very well. The back three, the wing-backs, the midfield protecting them in front. Strikers came to help, and Howard as well when needed. They did really well to repel Solihull. Although soon after that save, there was a really close thing because from the corner, the ball was swept in. Jones got it well, about 15 yards out at the far post and headed it back over Howard, a lovely looping header. Howard had no chance this time as he backpedalled, but Young from his post on the near post, which of course becomes the far post in the perspective of Jones, did really well to get it off the line. In the closing stages of the half, they opened us up a couple more times. Firstly, well, a lovely run again by Barnett, breaking down the right channel into the box. He drove it with power, but too straight, and Howard parried it. But Josh Kelly, running into the area, looked favour to get there first for a tap-in. 
but didn't get there because Aaron Hayden lunged in with a brilliant challenge to just knock it away from him under the crossbar. Not the last time Hayden would pull off a fantastic piece of last-ditch defending. Great work by him. And then with three minutes of the half left, Wrexham again not only went close, but also has another shout for a penalty. This time it was a strange one, this. McFadden on the left-hand side lofted the ball into the box, but it wasn't the best ball. And so Goodger got there easily first. Mullen didn't chase it. But then, because of that, Goodger decided he'd take a touch in the box. And at that point, Mullen thought, oh, he's not just going to get rid of it. So he did chase him down. Goodger didn't seem to be aware of where Mullen was, frankly. And so Mullen won the ball off him about 10 yards out from goal. Now, Mullen laid it off and felt that he'd been pulled back by Goodger in doing so. The referee wasn't interested. I think the ref was probably right on this occasion, but Lee latched onto it on the edge of the area and hit a powerful shot, which took a deflection off a defender and went looping over the bar. So a really dangerous moment. And Wrexham, having finished a half well, started the second half with real authority. And four minutes in, Mullen and Palmer between them opened up the Solihull defence. Mullen was a nice play through the middle. Fed Palmer who drove into the left channel but his shot was too straight and saved easily by Boot. Then a free kick for beg your for Solihull was half cleared. Kelly did well to get the ball and run into the D but with a big crowd around him he tried to deceive Howard. He was on his left foot. It looked perfect. Curled inside the left post. He tried to pull it across inside inside the right corner, bottom corner, and Howard got down well to save it. Then Palmer, <laughs> working hard up front, had an interesting encounter, shall we say, with Ryan Boots. And like I said, throughout these two games, Wrexham have enjoyed success with their pressing in the Solihull defensive third. And Ryan Boots, the keeper, who previously has looked very good against Wrexham, didn't have the best of times. On this occasion, well, he just took a crazy gamble. Uh, he, he allowed Palmer to get too close to him. Palmer virtually got a foot on him, and Boots did a drag back, a full-on drag back, <laughs> to try and evade Palmer, even though he was standing about three yards out from his goal, his own goal. If he'd miscontrolled that, he was in trouble, but he managed to do it and then desperately lunge and hack the ball out for a throw-in. Crazy risk-taking by Boots. Wrexham kept pushing on. There was a sustained scramble in the Solihull boxes. They failed to clear a set piece. The best chance of that scramble, or a few shots came in and were blocked, came in Mullen played a really perceptive pass from the right side of the box to pick up Tunnycliffe unmarked at the far post. In fact, there were three Wrexham players unmarked at the far post. Unfortunately, Tunnycliffe on this occasion, his first touch let him down. The ball dropped behind him and Solihull were able to regroup. But Wrexham in the end won a corner and from that corner, Young whipped the ball in. It was attacked, a defender tried to get to it first, did so, and then deflected it with no control back towards his own goal where it just went over the bar. So Wrexham dominant in the early stages of the half and got the breakthrough in the 65th minute. A long ball forwards for Mullen and the centre-back Howe came right through the back of him and conceded a foul. I've got to say Wrexham were furious, Aaron Hayden in particular was really having to go at the referee. Mullen was down holding his head and having looked at the replays... I've got to say, I think Howe could have been punished with a red card for it. He jumped with his elbow up right through the back of Mullins' head. When you see yellow cards given for play, players who are just trying to jump to win the ball with their heads and their arms go up as part of that process and they get booked because they made minimal contact, well, Howe, Howe went right through the back of Mullins' head. It was dangerous. Referee didn't give a card, but 
Solihull were punished anyway. Tom O'Connor standing on it, stepped up, left footed, curled a beauty over the wall, calling, curling away from the keeper and inside the right post. A brilliant strike and Wrexham two up and with a good chunk of breathing space considering their domination of the game. Five minutes later, Wrexham won another free kick in the, the exact same position, but it's mirror image on the left-hand side. This looked more like a Luke Young one. And there was quite a fun pantomime beforehand as Young got to the ball quickly once the whistle had been blown and put it down. You know, that whole thing about the player who puts it down is probably the one who's going to take it. So I think he was marking his territory there. O'Connor came rushing up. Young picked it up and put it down again to, to just emphasise, I'm taking this. And then O'Connor took it, having lifted it up and replaced it himself. Um, he just scored with a lovely free kick, so you can understand why he would like to uh, to take this one. But he put it well over, I'm afraid, so the chance was squandered. But Wrexham kept pushing on, and Young will have been disappointed not to have take, taken his chance when it finally came three minutes later. Palmer again breaking through the middle. Powerful shot. Root parried it, but probably should have done better. He rather pushed it right back into the goal mouth, and Young sprinting onto it. Had to hit it first time, because there was a defender trying to beat him to it, and he hit it from about 10 yards, straight at boot. If he put it a yard either side, I don't think the keeper would have seen it. He hit it well, but unfortunately too straight. Then, a couple of minutes later, a real quality move by Wrexham. Fantastic passing and movement, ending with Ford cutting in from the right-hand side, looking like he might hit it, then popping a sharp pass to O'Connor, left of centre, just outside the D, and he punched it first time, great vision, straight back past Ford to Hayden on the right flank in acres of space. He hit in an early cross. Lee got up at the far post, made good contact with his header, but again, a bit too straight, and it was a comfortable save for Booth. But Wrexham dominating. With nine minutes left, Lee came off to be replaced by James Jones, and Wrexham continued to look in control until a couple of minutes before the end of the match, when, to be fair to Solihull, they summoned themselves and started to bombard Wrexham with some long balls in the box and push us back. From one of those, Hayden pulled off that second marvellous goal-mouth clearance. A set-piece swung into the far post again. This time, Howe got up with a great header, which beat Howard's and Hayden, from nowhere, managed to jump about two yards out from his own goal, right under the bar, and somehow head it over the bar. It was a magnificent piece of defending by Hayden. It would have been the goal if he hadn't intervened. They kept pushing on, and Maycock drove a powerful shot from the edge of the area, which was well blocked, and Wrexham got into added time. There were three minutes added, but then conceded. A free kick on the halfway line. I've got to say, I've... I've Adrian Quelch, the referee, he was okay, but he he was a bit erratic. He seemed to want to let physical contact happen and let it flow. He missed a couple of clear fouls as a result of that, and then sometimes he'd suddenly be picky on physical contact. Um, a couple of minutes earlier, Dallas had won a free kick. I beg your pardon. No, Wrexham hadn't won a free kick when they were hit from behind, but then the ball was played up to the substitute Chabulski, and he really drew a free kick. I mean, it looked like it wasn't a foul to me. He very clearly backed into his man and went down. The ref gave this one on the halfway line. The ball was lofted into the right-hand side. Barnett got around the back of the defence and drove a great ball into the goal mouth. Jabulski, well, he's credited with the goal. I'm not convinced he touched it. I think it might have hit Howard and deflected in. Either way, Solihull had a game goal back in two minutes of added time to try and 
somehow rescue a point that they really shouldn't have been within any sort of distance of. Wrexham immediately threw um, Sam Dolby on for Paul Mullen. Dolby was already stripped off. You wonder whether it might have been Palmer to come off in the usual like-for-like -like swap, but when uh, Wrexham saw that they'd let a goal in, they thought an extra big lad back if their set pieces would be useful. And indeed, that wasn't a bad idea because Solihull did win another couple of free kicks from Wrexham's half and put the ball in the box, but Wrexham defended them well enough, Palmer winning one good header, and in the end, final whistle blew, and Wrexham were through. Lovely scenes at the final whistle with Paul Mullen giving his boat boot to two kids in the crowd, Luke Young hugging his child who was standing on the advertising hoardings on the sides of the pitch. The 1,300 Wrexham fans loving it. An absolutely superb performance. The performance that a title-winning team puts in against a good calibre quality of opposition. It was a delight to see. And now Wrexham can have that trip to Coventry, a free hit in the FA Cup, before returning to the business of the league. Looking at the performances, well, surprise, surprise, very good across the board. Howard made three key saves. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, as as any manager would say, that's what he's employed for. So you know, didn't mean that that either we were fortunate at all. But they were important saves to make, and he did a good job. The centre backs were excellent. Tozer had one edgy moment where he made a mistake on the edge of the area, and apart from that. Like he was on Boxing Day, his sweeping up behind the other centre-backs was excellent. He won a number of challenges in the 50-50s. He had a good game. Hayden was excellent again. His occasional forays forward were good, but like I said, a couple of key interventions in the goal mouth. And Tony Cliffwell, again, just solid, rock solid. He controls and his part of the box excellently when he's defending. Uh, and going forwards, yeah, two good chances, scored one of them. Really good to see him get his first goal for Wrexham. Let's see if we can catch Hayden now. Eh? Uh, the wing-backs, Ford was excellent again. He's a good player, Ford. And he was carrying the ball forward really well on the right-hand side, working little combinations, troubling the full-back, Coker. Didn't really look to go past him so much, but Coker was edgy and was backpedalling all the time, allowing Ford to get into more and more advanced positions where he could play dangerous passes. On the left, well, it's a real blow that Mendy's injured. Let's hope he's okay. McFadgen came on. And was his usual feisty self. He had a good solid game. Didn't create too much, but he, yeah, certainly it's good to have two left wing backs of such quality. In midfield, like I said, the midfield trio was superb. For me, O'Connor's man of the match. He regulated the game, had complete control, quite apart from his free kick. But his just control and anchoring of the midfield was superb. He's got such awareness of what's going on around him. He can ping out those early passes. It's brilliant to see him getting a little bit of continuity now. He's finally, after all those injuries, been able to show what he's got. Young as ever, was full of industry. Having him a little bit high up the pitch really does assist us in that pressing. And Lee, I mean, what a player. What a wizard. Absolutely marvellous. The way he was tormenting those defenders. With Lee in your team, you've always got a chance of achieving something going forwards. Up front, the strikers. Well, I've seen them had more effective days, let's be honest. But they still put in very good shifts. Mullen did well sometimes transitioning into attack, bringing the ball forwards. Especially when Wrexham were under pressure and he was able to break well. Palmer won some good headers, won an important defensive header as well. And had a couple of shots on target, but couldn't quite pick the corners out but they both had solid enough games don't get me wrong so yeah superb a fantastic performance by Wrexham and after Notts County dropped two points against Oldham a perfect way to respond with a final score of Solihull Moors 1 Wrexham 2 I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC oh.
This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.